episode eight. Make it great. Am I going to have to play the music at the exact time (laughs) that you do that? Okay. All right. That's my version of it. Well, the vocal for those version. that don't know, we don't have the music playing. I go in afterwards <laughs> and put it in, so we don't have the music playing. But Chris, as he does, we need to, we need to keep a counter of how many times you sing. <laughs> we really don't. Uh, no, we don't. Not in, in any way. Um, well, hey, we are glad that you were with us. We are so, so glad. So glad that you were with us. Uh, my voice cracked a little bit. I was like, oh. It happens. I work with teenagers. <laughs> I'm used to it. I'm a late bloomer. Late bloomer. You're 36? Five. Five. Come on, man. Give me that year back. Might be. 35. I'm 36. I just thought we were the same age. Um, You're an old man. I feel like an old man. I'm actually standing up right now. Justin is standing, and it's making me just uncomfortable. We just had a very long meeting. here. Solid four hours. A solid four hours. Good meeting. Incredible meeting. I'm not dogging our meeting, but it was all on Zoom. Which you guys are probably in that Zoom fatigue. Welcome to 2020. I just got to stand up. I just got to stand <laughs> He's up, He's done. He's I, done sitting for the day. I am done. Which is funny because there's a bunch of us in the office on the same meeting. Just posted up in different places. It's posted in different places. And Chris and I were like, let's go up to the youth room. So we are, we are recording in a new location. Yeah. We are in the youth area. Do we sound more youthful? Do we sound more youthful? I hope so. <laughs> um, but I just kept thinking about, we're sitting here. The room behind us is our game room. Mm. We got bean bags to lay on. I for real wanted to do our Zoom meeting, just me laying on a bean bag. I hit the bean bag a few times. Love the bean bag. But also, on our PS4, oh boy, I just downloaded Tony Hawk Pro Skater, the old school. Throwback. Throwback. Man, it is a challenge for me daily not to be like, is there sli- something I need to do upstairs in the youth room? I'm going to slip on upstairs I'm going to slip quick. upstairs and go play. So I also want to Don't worry about what I'm doing up Tony here. Tony Hawk. I, it's prepping for my job to I be get more it. youthful. Hey, you don't have to explain to me. You have to explain to the people. <laughs> Guys, I haven't done that a lot. I actually brought as <laughs> I actually, I'll tell you this. I bought the PS4 right before the pandemic, like right at the end of last year. And when the pandemic hit and all this stuff. I like how you say pandemic. <laughs> pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right, so you're getting post four-hour meeting <laughs> Chris and Peach right oh, now. Oh, it's going to be a great episode. <laughs> I, uh, I brought it to the house at the beginning of the pandemic <laughs> of the COVID. I brought it home. Oh. It full intentions of like, we're I'm going pl- to play Madden. I'm going to play it's games going on down. it. The, the, during our entire quarantine, I have not played that PS4 oh, once. That's a shame. It's a shame. But anyways, that's what I wanted to do. Um, <laughs> did that happen? So He also has his pants rolled up like Peter Why? Pan. <laughs> we should do this in two different rooms. Why? It is hot in the teen room. The it air is, is off. I'll give you that. Three out of the four hours. How did that happen? We're in here. We yeah, could have turned it on. but it's on a timer. Yeah, Whatever. Okay. You guys don't need to know all this stuff. We should have this conversation before we recorded. <laughs> um, hey, give us our jingle. State stats. All right, so we have zero state stat <laughs> update <laughs> from last week. Oh. We have zero. We did not get South Carolina. Hey, that's not on us. That's on you, listener. The Dakotas are still blank, north and south. I we consider got, it a personal failure. Come on, guys. South Carolina. We got to get there. You know somebody. Come on. Send it. Send My it. goal is tomorrow morning to reach out to 
Honduras, Rwanda. Yeah, we said we were going to do and that Tanzania. last week. Yeah, well, we said we could. We could that's true. Now we're going to put real stuff on it. We <laughs> will reach out to those countries, not the people we know, to Just the embassy. To the embassy and see if they can do anything for us um, to reach out there. But, hey, we're trying to get our 50 states in plus, 50 states plus mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. in that as well. So if you guys know people in Chile, <laughs> do it. Uh, in different places help us spread the word uh for that and yeah trying to get this thing not not like worldwide this is this is totally for our personal amusement this is a lot for our personal amusement um and hopefully you guys get a little bit out of it as well as we discuss so no the state stats are for our amusement hopefully (laughs) the content has some value beyond yes the state stats is 100 percent for our amusement uh with that so again, episode eight, um, rate, review, subscribe on the Apple. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on Instagram. We haven't done a good job at that. We, we put one up every We've Thursday. We've done an okay job. Saying, here's what our topic is. So if you guys want to share that, you guys want to put that on your story and say, yo, follow the Bob Buffoons. We got some funny ideas coming up for the Instagram. Though. I don't, I'm not going to spoil it, but. Oh, we do. You want to follow. I'm just going to say. Yeah, that. we're going to we're going to Instagram live. That's going to be coming up or <laughs> IGTV, whatever it's called. Yeah. We're going to be doing something cool here in a little bit that involves. Pain. Oh, that involves art. <laughs> uh, us. Yeah. And we think it'll be good. Uh, and it's going to go along with one of our episodes that we're going to do um, at some point. So, again, this is a one-off episode. I keep saying that, but we're not in a series anymore. Yeah. But this one, ironically, has a strong tie-in to the first series we did, the I Am Statements yeah. in this. And so as we get started, just a little um, just a little insight to Chris and I into how we come up with these things is, again, we kind of have a Google spreadsheet that we kind of – just throughout the week and the days, just kind of throw ideas out and whatever one kind of hits us. We say, Hey, we think that's a good one to talk about. Mm. And I had this idea that uh, as I was reading scripture and as I was reading other things, the, the phrase in revelation, and we've heard it before, <coughs> and you guys have heard this phrase before, but uh, Jesus calling himself, um, which is also God and the Holy spirit, the Trinity saying, I am the alpha and the Omega. So if you are new to church, you may not have, you probably typically don't be like, let me just read Revelation. Yeah. That's a kind of a harder book to just jump into. I would say Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, once you start there, <laughs> once you get those good, and then you can go on, uh, you, know, to, you know, to some of Paul's letters. But typically people don't jump into Revelation. Some people do don't read it at all. Some people that have been in church for a million years don't read Revelation because they're like, I don't get it. What's up with all these lampstands? <laughs> What's up with all these bowls? I don't get what all this means, right? But reading that, we, we get the phrase, I am the Alpha Omega. And so maybe you've heard this before, maybe you haven't. So we're just going to talk a little bit about just the implications of that. And what does that kind of mean to us? And how does that shape who we are, knowing that God is the Alpha and the Omega as we kind of go in there. So you, you want me to hit them with, with the verse just yes, to kind of give yeah, this, yeah, give, like the revelation? this is from revelation 21. I'm just going to read this little part of it. It's part of a sort of a longer address here. Um, but in revelation 21, it says, and he who sat upon the throne said, behold, I make all things new. How awesome is that? 
Also, he said, write this, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give from the fountain of the water of life without payment. Awesome. I, that, that is... It gives me chills, like yeah, for real. Yeah. I, okay. I think <laughs> you saying you had chills gave me chills. Um, Contagious chills. Man, that's such a strong verse. There's a lot of strong verses, but man, stinks for me that I don't read that more often. For like yeah. again, I don't, I don't camp out in Revelation a mm. lot, and so hearing that of, I love the end part, and, and we'll get into that. But I, I, to those who are thirsty, mm-hmm. like man, really, really dive in there. So he says, "I am Alpha and Omega." This is not one of the "I am" statements that right. we covered. Yep. Uh, this would be the extra one at the end on here uh, mm-hmm. of this. Um, but this is John's vision mm-hmm. that he got writing, writing Revelation mm-hmm. and hearing words from Jesus, hearing words from God of, of this is what is going to happen. Right. So if you are new to the Bible, new to the faith, and if you are, sweet, mm. welcome. You get it, to hear the end of the story. You get to hear the <laughs> end of the story. So we basically have Genesis that is the beginning of time. Mm. We have you know, God created the heavens and the earth and the lights and there was darkness all the way to Revelation, which mm. is when Christ will come back. Mm-hmm. So we have this like first Eden. So you may have heard about the Garden of Eden. You have Adam and Eve there. You have the first garden. Then here and here in Revelation, you're going to read about the final garden, the perfect garden. It's going to come back. And so we are living literally before the book of Revelation. Right. So we think about this old writing but it hasn't happened yet yeah. so we are really living in between mm. genesis and revelation we are we are still in the story yeah for sure um, and that that is not something that gets talked about a ton yeah but is i think pretty foundational to understanding um one what hope we have in christ in the future but also why life can still be really hard right now and we can still experience pain and suffering and trouble it's because we live in this in-between time in history we do the perfect garden that was Mm -hmm. until man was there and Mm -hmm. then they ruined it adam and eve thanks guys uh, and then you got the end when it comes back and perfect again. But we 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 live in a broken world, and mm-hmm. maybe here soon we'll kind of maybe hit some of these harder topics on why does mm. evil still live, yeah. and you know why do we still face pain today? Um, but that's where we're at. And so to think about God as God has always been. So mm. Alpha and Omega. Let's yeah. do a quick little. Just in case you've never even heard those heard words those before. words, and you're like, what does Alpha and Omega mean? Uh, this isn't a fraternity yeah. <laughs> um, or a sorority here. Yeah. Uh, different. So really, this goes back to um, the Greek alphabet. Right. Alpha is First a, letter. Yeah. The first letter. And Omega, the 24th, uh-huh. is the last. Last letter. So it's the first to the last. Yep. Like, I, I, I have always been and I always will mm-hmm. be that the book ends has always been God, mm-hmm. has always been Jesus, has right. always been the Spirit. So when you hear, I am the first and the last, I'm yeah. the Alpha and the Omega, that kind of, I want to say bookends it, or almost almost like an infinity symbol, yeah. right? See, that, that's the way I think about it. If, if you go back to, I think it's geometry, maybe algebra. But when don't, you ha- don't when start. You, when you have the line, 
but it's not aligned with two points. It's aligned with two arrows, which just indicates that it goes it on just keeps forever in both directions. Geometry. Yeah, geometry. Nailed it. Geometry. <laughs> Graphing. Graphing. Yeah, I don't remember I any C's of and it. D's in algebra, A in geography. Geography. <laughs> also that. Totally I, different, but. I also did as that as well. Um, <laughs> I just showed that I did not get any of that. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. So yeah. it, it has always been. So it's it's hard for my small brain, mm. my human brain to comprehend that there has always been a God. Mm. God wasn't created by another God, then another God, then another God. It was God has always been there. When we look at Psalm, Psalm 90, if you just kind of look in there, it says, Before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting. You are God mm. from everlasting that he will always be there. And he has always been here Yep. in whatever form our brain can even comprehend yep. that that is what it is. So when we read this about Jesus, that he is always here, that God is always there. How does that make you feel? Mm. Uh, I actually think there's, something important that happens since we can't even begin to comprehend this. I don't think we're supposed to really be able to wrap our arms or wrap our mind around this. It's part of the mystery of the infinity of who God is. And I think that that produces in us the right kind of awe. And uh, as the Bible would put it, the fear of the Lord. And that's not necessarily like I'm going through a haunted house and I'm afraid. It's just this reverential awe. I'm blown away by how big and how vast, but then also how good and loving and kind and gracious and patient <laughs> and slow to anger you are. Yeah, so when we look at 1 Corinthians 2, 7, just to bounce off you, it says, and we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. I mean, just to think about that phrase before time began is before time began humbling. It's a it is a very humbling deal because yeah. I think for us, and I and I won't even say like a Western world. I will just say wherever you live. Yeah. Again, if you're listening to this, not over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully, in another country. Yeah. You know, we'll get there. Uh, we are so consumed by what we have going on in our life every second, every minute, every day, every hour, every year of mm-hmm. like, this is my life. And, and that's not a bad thing. Right. I mean, it's our life. We have families and jobs and our health and us that we have to just be aware of and support and be there for. But we are so wrapped into what is happening right now to yeah. know that there is this larger, bigger story, this massive story massive. of God. <laughs> And how cool is it that we get to play a part in this? Right. From to everlasting connect, yeah. to everlasting, we are here. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're just this tiny little blip, in, indiscernible on this uh, chain of the story of God. But the cool thing is, it, is we're not insignificant. Mm-mm. We're small, but we get to connect in a way that's like beyond meaningful to the creator of this whole thing. And the fact that through Jesus, that connection was open to us is what is one of the things that makes that so significant. Yeah. Every time I go to the beach about once a year, if I'm lucky, twice a year, I get get to go to the beach. And when I sit on the sand, one of the things that I like to do is just pick up 
a handful of sand if I'm ever playing with my kid and we're digging stuff, building stuff, pick it up. And, and sand is small. Yeah. You got one little, one little piece, one little grain of sand, and look at it and go, this is like my life compared to eternity of everlasting to everlasting, yeah. the Alpha Omega. I'm this one little speck here. And even that speck's too big. And even to actually represent what and then it if is. you were to look at the sand and, yeah. and not just what I hold, but when I start looking at the bigger picture right. of the beach and go, man, not to mean that I don't matter. Sure. But again, it shows the power and the love of God that mm. says he knows even that little bitty piece of sand, even just this little bitty old me. Yeah. That he knows how many hairs are on my head yeah. or in my beard or yeah. whatever. Right. Like he knows everything about me and so you could say man god has a lot of stuff to deal with <laughs> but he is still concerned about justin right he's still concerned about us yeah that also gives me hope right that also gives me hope one of the things when i think about god in everlasting to everlasting and we might do a ticker on how many times i say that during <laughs> this episode we're up there now of one of the things that brings me hope is knowing that there is nothing that I am going through mm. that God has not already seen mm -hmm. and walked side by side with somebody else going through. Right. So from when whatever it may be, sickness or mm -hmm. job loss or whatever, whatever depression or whatever you're going through to know that God always has been and he always will be. And in that he has walked along somebody. So for me to say, well, I don't really want to pray to God about that because, it one, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. <laughs> and, two, what is he going to do? He's already helped someone in your situation. Right. And to know that he's there with you, like that that brings me that peace and that brings me that joy. Yeah, there's there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. You know, that, that's scripture. And uh, But we, we like to think that uh, our individual experience is somehow uh, totally fresh unique and unique yeah a and um your personality and your spirit your soul uh, as as you might call it is totally unique and the way that you perceive things and experience things is totally unique to you but like all the struggles that uh we go through today all the struggles that our world is going through today they may seem like really novel and uh, like things are getting worse and worse, but that's just not what the Bible says. The Bible says that, that uh, the way things are is the way that they've been and that God is God both then, now, and forever, forever. in the future. Yeah, I, we start thinking about in the middle of this pandemic, I'll mm. say it again, in the middle of this pandemic, pandemic, COVID time, um, in the middle of just everything that's going on, Go back in the Old Testament and read some stories. <laughs> yeah. There's some crazy stuff that yeah. happened, guys. And yeah. we're like, this is the worst thing ever to happen. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. Um, but, but God is still here. And that also doesn't mean to diminish what we're going through. It may be the worst thing that ever happens to you. Absolutely. Absolutely, it could be. And we're not yeah. going to diminish your pain or what you've experienced. But in view of the broad story of how God is working and interacting with the world, we've been here and there's a path forward mm -hmm. and there's faith and hope and trust in God to lead us wherever he's wanting us to go. All right. So we may have just 
already talked about this, but I want to break this down in two different ways. Okay. One, the God that has always been. Uh-huh. At the beginning of time, yeah. there was God. And then to the God that will always be here. Yeah, that, sounds good. We're going to break it into the Alpha and the Omega. Right. So as we talk about, that's probably a better way to put it than the way <laughs> I put it. Uh, the way that we... The way that we see things in God being the alpha always, how does that, how does that help you? All right, so I'm going to shoot a little bit off the hip here. Um, We've been, I, we have been doing that <laughs> yeah. this entire time. But uh, this, is, this is one thing that I think is really interesting uh, in the Christian faith. So as we think about God pre-existent before our time began, right? He was there before there was even a thought about, well, I mean, not his thought, but before our time began that we know and experience. Earth. He existed in relationship and existed in community with himself because, you see, God is the Trinity. And so God was preexistent. He existed before time as Father, Son, and Spirit in perfect harmony, in perfect love with himself yes right and if you can get if you can try to just barely get your mind around that if you can anchor your heart to that truth that god in and of himself before we existed was the essence of relationship and community and perfect love then that can help you frame why are we here why do we exist well we exist because god created us to join into that dance of love that already existed before time began with the Father and the Son and the Spirit. We are invited into that. And so I think having a right view of the Trinity, but Mm -hmm. also the right view of eternal God existent before time is actually really important to understand how we fit into this equation now. We could do seven podcasts on that. I'm not going to go any further, but Tim Keller has some awesome writings on this. Uh, and actually, that when I uh, described it as a dance, that's coming from some of his stuff. Mm-hmm. Great stuff out there. But it really helped me kind of get my mind around the Trinity first. Yeah. But then also, you know, just that fundamental question, why are we here? Why, why did God choose to create all this in the first place? Well, if you can understand that God is relationship, God is love, in and of himself, perfect and whole, then you can have some sort of insight into why he made you. Yeah, and that's why he made us and, and why, why we are here makes me think about even, even at the beginning. That's why he made Adam and Eve. He, and then he walked with Adam, right? Mm-hmm. So he walked with him in the garden. And he Intimate, w- yeah. And he wanted that relationship. And then before there was Eve, he was like, there is something missing. There yep. is something wrong here. And that's why he made Eve. And, and it was this deal of, we are supposed to be together mm. in a relationship. Yeah. Um, and then even think about Jesus saying, I have to leave to give you something greater, mm. to give you the Holy Spirit that will never leave you. Right. And so that, again, gives us hope to know, okay, like he wants this relationship with me. And to think about he knew he wanted a relationship with you at the beginning. Right. That we were not some... Uh, like long lost thought of like, oh yeah, we should do this. Yeah, He knew that this was the plan from the v- very, very beginning. Um, yeah. And in that. Well, not but, to not to jump off to like a different thing here, but 
that speaks a little bit to kind of like where we are in the church mm-hmm. and why the idea of your connection or involvement with a church being this sort of weird hour and a half long window on a Sunday morning is not sustainable because just as we're made to be in relationship with God, God chooses to express that community on earth through Christian community. And that looks a lot different. It looks a lot bigger than your church being some element and a buffet of your life. It's like, well, we go do travel baseball and we mm-hmm. go do mm-hmm. pol- political stuff and we go do this and this. And then, yeah, we do church sometimes too. No, it's like, this is your community. These are your people and everything else branches off of that. All those things are good too. Love Absolutely. travel baseball. Hit it up. Yeah, hit it up. Spoken like a true connections minister <laughs> again. Um, yeah, it, it's bigger than that. that yeah. That's having to have that relationship um, something that we needed when we moved here seven years ago, we knew like one person. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you that. We knew three people <laughs> in this town Yeah. that, you know, was here. Uh, they also went to this church. <laughs> um, it just kind of happened that way. But every single one of our friends in our town really goes to our church. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. We have, I mean, we have like other people that we know outside of church, yeah. but when it's our close, when it's our close friends, when we need to call somebody, when we need something, when it's, Hey, I'm in trouble. I need prayers. Like we come to our church family because we are called to be in this group in this relationship. Yep. Cause that's what God was. Yep. God was in that relationship. When I think about again, this alpha at the beginning of time before the earth was created. And when, and when you read Genesis and you start reading it and seeing how he created the heavens and the earth and the mountains, you know, it, it's, it is so hard for me not to go to the beach or the mountains or on a hike somewhere and seeing the beauty that God made, but seeing the power it took to make these things, mm. to know that he was from the beginning shows me the power of God right. and shows me his power that he can still um, live. And he can still help me in my life because I, I don't think my issues are <laughs> as hard as Making, making the, the Grand Canyon. <laughs> yeah, or making the Grand Canyon, right? Like, yeah. um, now they're big to me, Yeah, but that he is still there at the very beginning of time. Um, and it also shows me, as you read the Old Testament and as you go and read Isaiah, and then as you go through, um, as you go through the Gospels and Revelation, it's not this patchwork. You see this mm. seamless story right. and to know again that we are part of it yeah. and, and to know that he he wanted me to be in Birmingham in 2020. Yep. And so what is my mission and goal here to be in relationship with those around me, to show his love, to grow closer to him and to grow closer to those around me. Um, and that as well. So as we think about the, the alpha part, we're just, man, God's always been here. And that's such a great comfort also to know that. I got an unverified stat that I'm going to share. I read this in a book. Wait, I don't know where the source is, but it's pretty shocking. It ties into what what you're just talking about. I I read that now the average adult spends 93% of his or her time indoors. And that's including time like traveling in a car because you're really you're not outside. You're in your little bubble. 
if unless you, you drive a motorcycle. Unless you drive, that's a totally different thing, man. That's a totally uh, different category. But if you if you if you live to be a hundred years old, you will have only spent seven years outside, and man, you just hit on it. It's like creation testifies to God's glory and God's power. And if you don't prioritize stepping out of your office, stepping out of your house, going for a walk, going for a hike, you're missing out on a way that God is trying to communicate with you Mm -hmm. how much he loves you and how big and powerful he is. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a sad stat now. Thank you. I'm now, sorry. Now I'm in a sad mood. Why are <laughs> hey. we doing this inside? Next <laughs> podcast. Oh, yeah. With a little bird chirping. With, with a little bird chirping. We'll do this early in the morning. That'd be awesome. It won't be. <laughs> you guys don't want me to talk at 6 a.m. Um, yeah. So then as we transition a little bit to the Omega, hmm. we know that God's always been here. We know that and we believe that as Christians that God is here now, mm-hmm. that God is, God is omnipresent and he is always with us mm-hmm. and he is always here, but that he is coming back, that Christ one day is coming back to reclaim, mm-hmm. to make this earth what it should have been, mm-hmm. back to the original perfect garden. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we have this chance to live in that glory with him. Mm-hmm. What kind of emotions does that bring out? Yeah. um, When I hear the end, so if he's the beginning and the end, my mind goes to the end of what? (laughs) You know, and and if you look in Scripture, it's it's not the end of everything because he exists beyond what we would consider – the end, what we're talking about is the end of how the Bible would say the present age. Yeah. And what I read in that, and it's so precious to me and so special and gives me so much hope is what, what God is saying he's the end of is he's the end of pain and the end of suffering and the end of injustice and the end of tears. It says right above this text in Revelation 21 mm-hmm. that behold God's dwelling place is with his people so this end when God says I'm the beginning and the end is really just the beginning of a future that we can only like glimpse we can just scratch the surface of how beautiful and wonderful it will be to have our dwelling place be where God is and that where God is none of that bad stuff can be that's awesome no more pain no more crying no more sickness no more death because when we think about end that's where our brain goes to is like when i die when i die that's the end when i die that's going to be the end but it's but it's not the end Mm -hmm. and and it's a chance you know when i go back to think about you know my my little grain of sand in my little life in this bigger story i get so wrapped up into let's say i live 90 years yeah 90 years, but... It seems like a lot. <laughs> it seems like a lot of time, right? Yeah. It seems like a lot of time, but when I think about, again, this is just a speck on the story of God that I get to journey with him mm-hmm. from the day I was born till now forever. Right. 
but do I do I live my life for the everlasting or mm. do I live my life for today? Yeah, that's hard. That's do, hard to do. Do I live my life again for you know the audience of those around me or for the audience of one and yeah. for him and yeah. say because at the end, not to get super down and super, <laughs> I don't like to preach or teach, you know, very negative and, you know, and not a, uh, um, where, where are you going to go when you die? <laughs> like, I, I, I don't like those tracks. Yeah. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't really like those things, but it's a real part. Yeah. It, I mean, it's a real part of our story. Yeah. And what I love is that God continually gives us a chance to join him in his journey. And mm. so whether you have been a Christian for 90 years or for 90 seconds, and then maybe you mess up in the next 90 seconds uh. or the next 90 days, he doesn't write you out. Yeah. He continues to give you grace and love and mercy. Mm. And again, go back to some of the stories, mm. go back to the Old Testament, go back to the New Testament, and you will find people that we here on earth would say, they don't deserve everlasting. Yeah. They don't deserve to have God forever. But then I got to look at myself and say, I don't deserve God forever. Yeah. But that's why I'm not the judge. Thank yeah. goodness yeah. that we have a good father and the perfect judge to say, no, we get it. Mm. Um, that's why he sent Jesus. He knew he had to send him for us, that we have the chance and the opportunity and the um, just the amazing uh, um, chance to live forever with him. Yeah with God, with, with that relation in him. And so when I think about he's always going to be there, that also gives me hope. Yeah. Um, also gives me hope, you know, when Jesus or, you know, Jesus, but also earlier on, you know, when God says, you know, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. Like be strong and courageous, like in your walk, in your little bitty 90 years, whatever it is, be strong and courageous living for me because I'm never going to leave you. If you never leave me, I'm never going to leave you. Yeah. I don't know if I should go down this rabbit hole, but I'll try to do it really fast. Okay. If you go back to the beginning of our faith, like way back, Abraham, the Abrahamic covenant. covenant. I thought you meant when you were like a kid. <laughs> no, everybody. Gotcha. And you see um, this vision that Abraham has of the of the split animals and the fire passing between. The symbolism there is ancient and powerful. And basically the agreement that both parties enter into when something like that happens is, I hope something, what happened to these animals will happen to me if I break my covenant with you. But what's interesting is we focus a lot on, on Abraham's ability to keep the covenant and Moses and the Israelites and on to us but God was saying that about himself. He is covenant c- connecting and joining into relationship with people and saying, if I break this covenant, this is going to happen to me. And when Jesus sacrificed himself, that covenant is transferred to us. And so we are in that type of intimate, unbreakable relationship with God as long as you're trusting in Jesus. And... And it's put on us. Right. Which is good and bad. God is going to keep his side of He's it. He's going to keep 100%. He's a promise keeper. Yes. Um, he, he says, if I do this, and then he will do it. Right. But for us, we have to just realize, all right, now it's on us. Yeah. And, and to me, that just means that God's never going to stop chasing after you for a relationship. 
That's no. his part of the bargain. He's going to keep coming after you, whatever season of life you're in, um, whatever struggles you're going through. God is going to continue to pursue you. But it's it's the ultimate joy and the highest thing you can achieve in your life if you say yes and you enter into that relationship with him he's never going to stop chasing you yeah but to live the best life that you can here is to say yes to that relationship and yes um to um walking alongside him and that journey of walking alongside him every day should change who we are daily yeah and give us hope daily and and should give us joy daily of like, okay, he is with me, no matter the storms of life that we're in, that he's with me. Cause again, he's, he is never going to stop chasing us and loving us and walking yeah. alongside us. And, and we can only use words like never because of this, this idea of alpha and omega, omega. beginning and end. It's like, it, it is unending from before we could imagine and beyond our furthest imagination. Yeah. It, in this, I am statement again I love how it it comes from Jesus saying this and you and we can read again through Isaiah and through the prophets that say the same thing um, but just having Jesus say no it's me mm. you want to know you follow me mm. you walk with me because I'm going to walk with you and I'm going to be there with you um, and it and it gives me hope for the future yeah like it also gives me hope knowing that God has this storybook plan from forever to forever, we get to journey with him and to get to walk with the author mm. puts me at ease yeah. to know that I don't have to be the author. It's not my story that I have to create and tell. It's I get to partner with him in the story that he has already written since forever and uh-huh. that he will continue to write forever. And I get to join in that. Um, and how cool is that? And how cool that we get that invitation yeah. to say, Let's tell your story. Walk with me in your story. I want you to be a part of this. Yeah. Super cool, man. Yeah. He invites us. That's what we were created for, is to walk in step with God, walk in relationship with God and with each other. And uh, if we can do those two things, uh, there's nothing that can't happen. Nothing that can't happen. Um, Well, hey, well, thanks for joining us. I didn't know where this was going today. Yeah, we just kind of had a topic and we went through a little research, but we just wanted to just kind of hit on this alpha and omega again, this beginning um, and end of of or the no end, the always be always have been and always will be of God. And again, we don't expect you to wrap your brains around this because we can't. Yeah, we can. We can. We can only in a little finite way go. I kind of understand it. Yeah. but that just shows the power and glory of God. And it makes it better that way. It's too big to understand. I don't want to put God in a box. I don't want a brain and I I don't want a God small enough that I can put him in this little box. I want him to be bigger than that. And Mm. the more that I wrap my head around or try to, that you can't wrap your head around him. Mm. Like the bigger he is, the better he is. And Mm. he is. And so hopefully daily you grow into the knowledge of the almighty and all powerful God and of Jesus and the Holy spirit. And as we continue to walk with them, that will grow with you and grow with them. And um, man, it's a cool journey. Yeah, it is a cool journey. It's an adventure. It is an adventure. Well, thank you guys for journeying with us um, as we kind of talk about this. Hopefully um, 
you gained something out of this as I know I did today. Thank sure. you, Chris, yeah, for your no, words. Same. Do that. Well, hey, we'll be back next Thursday. Hope you join us. Come on, guys. South Carolina. South Carolina. South Come Carolina. On, let's go. Maybe North and South Dakota. That'd be great, too. That would be awesome, too. That'd be icing on the Dakotas if we could get that right there. So, hey, have a good day. See you guys. See you, friends.